baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'm debating whether we should take a break because we don't have a whole lot of time before we need to. Well, but let's let him do whatever. I mean, let's, it's, let's, the world it, is I your can oyster. Do whatever I want. Yeah. All right. So uh, Jefferson City uh-huh. is yeah. a. Whew, there's a lot going on down there right now. There's a lot of. I say speaking. down there, but it's not that down, is it? It's more like, over. Yeah, it's over. Um, over and down. What do you make? What do you make of of what's happening there now and the chaos that we have seen? In well, in particular, With, well, the last week, oh, yeah, the Freedom Caucus yeah. and four members, uh, Caleb Roden, 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 kicking off their committees. Four members of the Freedom Caucus, which was the now defunct Conservative Caucus. Did he kick them off the committees or just remove them from their chairmanships? I right. Think, I think mm. he just removed them from their chairmanships, which is his prerogative as a president pro tem of the Senate. Yeah, my understanding is he removed them from their chairmanships. Um, so here would be my assessment of what's going on, and I think John can do a better description of exactly what's happening inside the Republican Party that's fostering this. Yeah. But I think what what's ultimately going on here is essentially what we're watching in uh, Washington, D.C., which is the realignment of the Republican Party. Uh, the Democratic Party's kind of irrelevant down in Jefferson City uh, because of this huge majorities. And what you have is this faction of, I guess they call themselves Frida Caucuses, but they're essentially MAGA types, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates types, who really just believe that it's my way or the highway. Uh, you know, they have this idea, I want the whole pie. If I don't get the whole pie, I'm not taking 80% of the pie, I'm going to cut it off. Um, and what you have with the other Republicans, they want to govern. They actually want to get things done. Uh, and they continue to run into this obstruction inside the Republican Party. And so what we're seeing played out at a uh, a local level or a statewide level is exactly what we're watching uh, in terms of the fight that's taking place inside the House of Representatives, et cetera. And it's uh, it's really sad to watch uh, if you're a Republican. It's enjoyable if you're a Democrat because they're not going to be out there passing any policies. Uh, you couple this, the fact that this is an election year uh, and term limits and everybody's running for something. Uh, and so this is time to throw meat at the at, at the at the base, and that's exactly what we're doing. And the fact that we're sitting here talking about it right now uh, is probably making Bill Igel more happy uh, than than him actually accomplishing his policies. Yeah, it's it's a little different here than it is in Washington. In Washington, in the House, you've got a what now a two seat majority, and uh, in the Missouri Senate, it's a two thirds majority. So the Freedom Caucus is not able to, you know, kick out the leader uh, because Caleb Rodden was elected by the whole Republican caucus. So he is he's the floor leader. He's the president pro tem of the of the Senate. And but you've got this situation where the the folks that want to, you know, and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're trying to push forward initiative petition reform and they see this apparently as the best path forward to achieve that. Uh, It doesn't look like it's going very well to me. But the bigger issue inside is is what's happening because every one of these folks now that are in the state Senate or a majority of them have won a primary. They've either 
defeated a traditional Republican conservative and they're a Freedom Caucus member, or a traditional Republican conservative has defeated a Freedom Caucus would-be member in the primary election. So you've got all that tension that goes back to everybody's individual elections to office that's part of the problem. The other part of the problem is we're living in an era of term limits where you can serve eight years, two terms, in the state Senate, uh, and then it's you move up or you get out. And so many of these people are running against one another for statewide offices this year. So you've got members of the state Senate in there that are running for secretary of state. They're running for lieutenant governor. One's running for governor. And so all of that, you throw all of that mix into the stew with all the bad blood that has come out of the organic campaigns, and you've got real intense uh, dislike going on on an interpersonal level. And then what flows from that is what we're what we're all witnessing here. You know, we always talk about primaries at the national level that if if we wanted better choices, because it's when it comes to the president, how many times do you hear another person say, well, these are these are the two best week. This is the best we can do. These two guys. Well, if you vote in primaries, you could select better candidates at the local level. Do you think if more clear-headed Republicans like Michael is talking about were to participate in the primaries, that we wouldn't have situations like this? Well, you're going to have some situations like this. but Would it be I, as intense? No, I think, yeah, I, I think generally the people who identify as partisans is a shrinking number, and the people who vote in primaries is a greater shrinking number, and that yeah, it creates some inherent problems that you're dealing with right now. And, and it, you know, we've talked about this before. I, the Republican Party's further down that road than the, the Democrats are, but the Democrats are gaining speed uh, in, the, in the same manner. Yeah. Uh, this is not the most important angle to this story, but as you mentioned, some of those Freedom Caucus members were removed from their chairmanship mm-hmm. positions, but they're still on the committee. Yeah. Uh, they're still senators. Yeah. So why did Bill Igel lose his parking spot? <laughs> Who I, cares? I, I, Who cares? I just want to know. Yeah. Well, I guess is that is that parking like there? You know, like we have all star parking. Is that the like all star? Well, the senators chairman? get to park right under the building there. They. Uh, but then why was he complaining about his parking he, spot? Well, I guess he doesn't get to park there anymore. But he's a senator still. Yeah. Well, he got he got moved to a different spot. He may have had a more choice spot. I mean, it's it's childish. Uh, it's all about themselves. Because he filmed himself. Like, yes. I had a meme of that cat driving but and saying, "This is me looking for a parking." Here's spot. what Bill Eigel and and what's his name, Nick Shore, know. Who uh, uh, wants to bring back duels? Right. We're going to get to that. Well, I'm sure you're going to get to that. But and here's what you should know: you they're it. both from St. Charles County. There are five members of this Freedom Caucus down in Jefferson County. I mean, in uh, Jefferson City. Two of them are from St. Charles County. If you look at the voters of St. Charles County, uh, this is not a place that Republicans are winning by huge majorities. This is a very close uh, area. And more importantly, when it comes to a lot of the issues that come up, whether it be minimum wage, uh, Internet gambling, legalization of marijuana, expansion of uh, Medicaid, and opposition to right to work, St. Charles is overwhelmingly on the side of where uh, the, the, the passing this stuff. They want to see common sense, more moderate, legalizing uh, priorities. 
But what Bill uh, Eigel and Nick Shore are doing is they're talking to this extreme base inside of the Republican Party in St. Charles. Why? Because they show up and they vote in primaries. So the real stooges in this whole thing are the voters of St. Charles County who have elected these real extremists who don't necessarily reflect their own view system. And then what Bill Eigel and Nick Shore are trying to do is to stop the people of St. Charles from being able to vote for the very things that they want to see on the ballot. Legalization of marijuana, uh, Internet gambling. That's what's going on here. And if the people in St. Charles don't wake up, I mean, how are two of the most extreme members of this caucus coming from St. Charles County, a very moderate county who's very progressive when it comes to these statewide initiatives. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.